The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Welcome to the Taj Mahal of football. We are at the Star in Frisco, home of your Dallas Cowboys and Cameras that way, cameras over this way. I'm in here with the players on the Players Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. And fellas, 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 it's Thursday. We count down to our massacre. Oh, man, the positive hit. The massacre. Man, I'm just telling you, it was like last week, I don't know, Halloween. I told y'all what happened. I told y'all what happened. I told y'all what happened. It was Philly, man. It was Philly. It was the Philly letdown. I needed that game. But it wasn't a letdown. It was a letdown. We didn't get the dub. No, but they played. They played okay. I wasn't with that moral victory talk, D-Mac. I wasn't with that. We didn't get it done. I needed to. We needed that victory in Philly. They, show, they exposed some things. They exposed they some did. things. And so I was like, look, man, we talking about New York, a division game. If everybody else saw what I saw, man, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Right. Now, you was, yeah, you, was on the, you was on that I island was, by yourself. Yeah, was, <laughs> and you know what? Thank y'all. <laughs> the goggles on. No, thank you. <laughs> 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 them goggles on. I did have them goggles on. was on. I woke up like, hey, hey what have I gotten myself into? It was one of them kind of days. And I was sitting there watching the game. I'm like, Man, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> I spent all week on this. Man, and then right. more about DeVito. DeVito <laughs> He's athletic. And then, hold on, to make things even worse, when I got the text, man, tell heck, he can talk <laughs> Hey, the chat was dry. We don't know. Where's that guy, man? Where What's heck going at? on? Go heck, you can talk now. Go on, man. Look like we got this one in the bag. But, man, look, we ran off. We ran off yep. on that game versus the Giants. Um, but now we have the, the, the Carolina Panthers. And before I get into any of this, any of this, where we do anything, man, I'm hosting. I'm going to ask, mm-hmm. how are you brothers doing, man? How are your Thursday going? My Thursday going good, man. It's a, it's a really good game coming up uh, yeah. tonight. Like, this is yes. probably the first time I've been excited for Thursday. Usually, I'm like, man, I'm not watching that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to watch the game tonight. Now, I got a little congestion going on, mm-hmm. you know, with the mm-hmm. weather change and all that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to fight through it, get some emergency. What did you say? Some get orange juice. What'd you some get some cast on. Get some cast on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't drinking that. I got my great-great-grandma telling her that old bottle that she got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so man, sure never expire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock it right out. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna be all right though. I'm gonna be all right. It's a big, it's a big time night tonight, so I'm excited. DC, what's Same here, man. It's gonna be a good football night. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't want to see a blowout, but that Baltimore Ravens versus uh, the Bengals should be pretty good. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, so be something good to watch on yeah. TV tonight. And uh, yeah, I'm doing good though. Heck, how about yourself, man? I'm good, man. It's uh, you know, I'm all about the fam, man. It's you know, we we go from one thing to another. Football season in, basketball season is on us. So I got a basketball. Game today. Wait, some some football done? Football's done. Yeah, they got they got fifty six forty two was that football game. Man, nobody played defense. Okay. That, Did he go was, off at least? He, he no, no, no. Oh, okay. It was, but hey, sophomore year, sophomore okay. year in the book. So now we're just looking forward to next year. Yeah, uh, but now it's basketball season, so we all about the hooping. I can't help him with none of that. <laughs> you ain't got nothing for him. I ain't got nothing for him. He's gonna get the rebound, give it to hey, him. That's <laughs> it. That's all I'm good for. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good trainer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I point and direct really I well. Yeah. Be out there looking like Denzel on uh, he got games. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
Jay want to have man. I'm gonna get mine. Don't you, worry. <laughs> don't you worry. Hey man, when y'all see me with my fro. Don't say nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say a lot. Hold it down. Man. Hold it down. We're man. gonna watch the whole process if it go right. Cause you show up one day with a fro and it just it just happened. Uh, okay. I don't understand why y'all like this with me about me, my Istanbul trip that I'm taking to get my Slide hat. Slide over there. Hey, we'll come back next hey. week with an afro. Come back here with 360 waves. Hey, man, hold on, man. Like, look here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna snatch that cap off with that way. <laughs> I'm going to have that silk joint on. And that's you coming down with a do-rag. <laughs> 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 Don't worry about it. Oh, Don't it. worry about it, man. But look, let's get into it. Let's get into it because, man, we got a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, all week has been talk about uh, Josh Allen and why doesn't Dak, uh, why doesn't Josh Allen get the same scrutiny that Dak gets and Obviously, the answer is Dak plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and you're already the star. You're going to have to deal with that. But another guy that has started off the season getting a ton of criticism was Mozzie Smith. Uh, Mozzie just, I mean, God didn't even get through training camp before the the words were being uttered about him as a first round. (laughs) I'm not B-word, okay, uh, bust. But then he has somehow over the last couple of games, if you're following 58, man, he's starting to play a little bit better. I just want to know from you guys. I mean, I know y'all do a lot of evaluating of talent. How are you starting to feel about 58? And is he starting to play up to what you what, think is a first round? Two games was Philly. Two, two games ago was Philly? Philly, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. all right. you, you, go, you can go. Okay, yeah, I, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure we're on the same. We are. Because what yeah. I saw on yeah, But I will give him this. Um, it seems that he's gotten a little bit better. You know, through these past couple of weeks, he's not just, you know, gotten just declined and just been a, you know, Taco Charlton case out there. Jeez. I feel as though he's getting a better, and maybe that's because, you know, Hankins is beside him. Those guys, Odiggy Zuwood, are starting to, to uh, rub off on him a little bit. Um, he still hasn't gotten to that point where we're used to from these first-round draft picks. Mm-hmm. When you talk about a Tyron Smith, a Tyler Smith, uh, you talk about a Parsons, you talk about a Zach Martin, Tr- Frederick, all those guys, they performed extremely well in their rookie season. So I think that's where a lot of the, the comparison comes from. When you're comparing guys like that to where he's at right now, you're like, man, it, it's, it's night mm-hmm. and day. Like Those guys were day-one starters, day-one contributors, and, and they were solid when they first stepped in the door. Not so much with Mozzie Smith, but everybody's different. So He's starting to build upon it a little bit. Against New York, I think it was his best game. Um, they were a, a terrible outfit. I will say that. They were a terrible outfit. But he was able to go out there, and he showed some things. He wasn't getting moved out of the way and made a couple tackles out there. You know, I don't think he'll ever be that that kind of Aaron Donald defensive tackle that's going after the quarterback. But if he can just be that guy where he's a space eater, where he's just taking up two blocks at a time, taking up these run lanes and letting those linebackers run free, that'll be perfect with me. So he's getting a little bit better, but we'll see uh, by the end of the season, you know, where he matches up against the other other first-round draft choices. Come on, Danny, what is it? I, listen, I got to be fair in here, okay, okay, because what I said last week was no matter what happens <laughs> against New York, <laughs> like we know what's going on out there in New York. And I remember what I saw against Philly. And this is not just Mozzie Smith. I think there's been many instances where you see the D linemen not being able to hold point on double teams um, and and letting those offensive linemen kind of get off and get up on the linebackers and then the linebackers then not being able to 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 play freely as we usually see or what we would hope to see from a guy like Damone Clark because mm-hmm. if you give him that ability, I think he can be a really, really great linebacker. Oh, yeah. So it's not just Mozzie, but – 
New York, okay, play better. And we do say that, hey, man, when you play against a team like that, that is an opportunity for you to work on whatever weakness that you may have, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's hand placement, if it's uh, get off and drive, is it wh- whatever it is, being able to read the, read the hands of the feet, whatever that is, I think he did take the opportunity to get better um, at his craft. So I will give him that. I do need to see him um, against – Washington, I think I think that'll yeah, be that'll be a good line, one. Yeah. And then once you get against Seattle mm-hmm. and then Philly, if you turn what you did against New York into continued success, or not even he don't have to dominate. Just see that hey, whatever you you did in New York is sticking a little bit, mm-hmm. right? All right? Hey, was your hand placement better? Don't revert back to what it was yeah. once you play against a squad who has a little bit more talent. Then I think we'll start to see that like okay, I, I'm feeling like Mozzie Smith is getting yeah. there first round, showing that I right, this, this was a good decision, but. As of right now, okay, I'm just going to say I want to see him continue to do better against better competition. But, okay. yeah, he, he, he played well against New York. So, going to PFF, PFF, you know, anytime you want to make a point, you go to PFF. <laughs> that's the Bible. All right, that's the Bible. Uh, 25 snaps. Uh, in those 25 snaps, he was recorded 16 uh, uh, pressures, and they call pressures anywhere everything. around. Everything. It, everything, Everything's right? a pressure. Everything is a pressure. What? <laughs> like, like, Come on, so man. I'm giving the numbers uh, just around the quarterback, yeah, all right? Yeah. But they gave him uh, an 83 was his grade. So, I mean, that's pretty Against good. New York? Against New York. I, 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 yes, I, I against New that. York. But, I mean, you got to get 16 persons to get 83? Yeah. Man. I thought that was a lot. <laughs> like, so if you told me he had 16 pressures, I'm thinking he's at his at the quarterback's what? toes. Yeah. Like, he's just right they there. They called his him. name every time. Mozzie Smith no, again. And I got that wrong. These are just pass rush snaps. Okay. Oh, oh pass, 16 rush snaps. pass rush snaps. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay my bad. Bad. I was about to say, okay, hold so on. I, I said well, pressure. I had that wrong. That man, that man went off. They gonna put him in. I was gonna say he only played twenty five. No, right now. So that's what Aaron Donald. That's how he got the the eighty three. But I think just seeing him from his rookie from just this season. Um, and developing through the preseason because it was rough. That Seattle game was It was rough. All right. He had some rough snaps. Mm -hmm. He gets a chance to redeem himself here in a couple weeks versus Seattle, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But our defensive line, and I know from from him and Hankins, we've been watching our linebackers kind of – have their struggles mm-hmm. because we haven't been as solid or space eater uh, in the middle to be able to gobble up those blocks the way that we need those guys to in Dan Quinn's system. But now with LVE out. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. And we've, we talked about LVE and him being hurt, but now guys like Damone Clark, you have to expect for these guys to set presidents to be a lot better. Is your faith in, in just what you've seen so far after nine games in our linebacker core one where you feel confident uh, going through the rest of the season without one of your best linebackers. Yeah, listen, I, I feel okay. I, I think if our defensive line continues to get better, and like I said, they're able to, to, to hold point on those double teams and keep those offensive linemen off our linebackers and allow them to be able to have the time to read and mm-hmm. react – I think they're fine. Like I said, Damone Clark is still a young guy. <laughs> you know, like we put a lot of expectation on him because of what we saw him do in college and then the preseason that he had, he's still a young guy. He's still figuring it out, trying to learn. And then you got Marquise Bell coming down, mm-hmm. right? Young guy, right? In a new position, still trying to learn to read and react to pulling guards, counters, traps. Like, where should I be at when my gap disappears? They're still learning, right? And I think throughout the season, they have they have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Like, 
San Francisco was different. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of playing with your eyes. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't know where to go. But you see, uh, since then, I think that they've continued to get better. Even when we had those questions about Marquise Bell. Like, mm-hmm. would he be able to st- to withstand it if he had to do that for the entirety of a game? And I think that he showed that he could. So, uh, I, I'm confident that if our D-line continues to get better, that will allow our then second level, uh, the ability to play well is, is, I mean, play good as well. But then also you got to, like, Mar- Michael Parsons. Like, yeah. well. Where are you gonna play it? Is yeah, he is right. he going is he going to be able to like really sit back there and play at the second level if that's where they need him at, or is it gonna be him knocking on the coach door like, hey, I need to be I need to be down there, I need to be getting sacks because that's why I make the difference at yeah, you know. So I think you just gotta you gotta see how it plays out. Yeah, and and uh, we talk about LVE, you know that, you know, that was terrible news. What happened to him? Hopefully a speedy recovery, all that good stuff. Um, but when you look at it, I, I feel like my confidence level. I'm not gonna say it's. It's higher, but it's not. It's not lower than when he was in there because when LVE was in there, he, he was having a good season. But you know, let's not mistake him. You know, for Ray Lewis out right. there. You know, he, he he had his struggles as well. And when you look at this linebacker core, I feel like, like you said, Demon Clark. I think he's going to be a stud. You know, going forward, and I hope that they kind of keep LVE in the fold as far as being that kind of coach mentor to these young linebackers. So when they're out there, he can say, oh, I've seen this. Maybe you should keep your eyes on that. Just an you know, extra pair of eyes to, to help that core going along. But I talked about this a little bit last week. I like what Quinn did by putting Rashawn Evans, I believe, Rashawn Evans, in that linebacker spot for like first and second downs. Because then those are those more rundowns like we know. And then he switches out with Bell. On those third downs, they kind of go dime package and kind of bring Bell in to be that, you know, pass cover guy. And I like that wrinkle because you got a bigger body in there in Rashawn Evans, who's a downhill kind of a thumper linebacker. I think he went to Alabama, and that was that was his model. It was, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming downhill, I'm going to hit you. He's not the best cover guy, but first and second down, we need to stop the run on early downs. He's a guy that can, can contribute and, and do big things in there. So I'm interested to see what that linebacker core is going to look like going forward, but I love that wrinkle, and then it'll take – take a lot of pressure off of Bell to be that every down linebacker. Now he can kind of sit back there and be that hybrid guy that covers tight ends, covers running backs coming out of the backfield, and I think that's his best strong well, suit. So, so how do you think they play it when, when it's a team that, that like majors in 11? Right, yeah. they, they major in eleven personnel, and maybe they want to get you trapped out there with an Evans, you know, because you're thinking on first and second like down, right? Yeah, majors in eleven, they, they, yeah. they want to get was, you trapped out there like yeah. that. So, so how did like Dan Quinn has has his work cut out for That's cut out true. for him when you try to figure out like okay. Like, when is the right time? Because <laughs> if you leave them out there, right. you know those offenses are oh, yeah, like, oh, they, they yeah, sticking yeah. in this. We're going to keep going. Right. So that's the, that's, the, that's the conundrum right there. And, and y'all talk about it, especially with players like Bell, uh, players like Mozzie Smith, and when you know that these guys, when you come up against the, the, the upper echelon in, in, in the league, you're going to have to see more. You're going to have to – the demand is going to be, be there as well. But I think Marquise Bell is the one guy that – has been the biggest surprise for all of us. Yeah. But y'all have talked about it at length. Like, he's undersized. And sooner or later, it's going to be, we've got a mouse in the house, and they're going to expose that. And you started to see it last week. And just to echo what you were saying, that Dan Quinn is like, all right, before y'all even catch me in this, mm-hmm. I'm going to start making the adjustment before we get there. Um, but you have some teams coming down the road. And I'm not looking, not looking past Carolina, but I'm just saying when you get further into the season, when you start talking about the Seattles, when you start talking about the, the, the Eagles, 
And shoot, Washington will run that thing too. That's a- exactly Detroit. Detroit, <laughs> Detroit. Both of them going yeah. on. Gibbs and Montgomery. Yeah. You know, so I, I mean, there's really, I mean, you can't expose your hand in that way if you're mm-hmm. basically saying Evans isn't our best guy. Uh, he's our best guy against run, but he's not our best guy against pass. And teams are going to start to expose that. But man, we are getting to the point in the season where a lot of teams are facing. Must win situations. You ain't lying. <laughs> and it's crazy to even think about this, but teams like if you look at the like let's let's say for instance the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, All right. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills coming into this season were looked at as the tops in their division to win their division. And right now they are up against the ropes. I mean, I peep this, man. The, this a- is, the AFC is, is tough. Yeah, it's loaded. And it is tough. You might win ten games over them. Yeah, number <laughs> one seed out there. <laughs> like it's like we're like the ten. They got they have some really good teams, some really good quarterbacks over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's fun to watch, but yeah. it's man, it's it's nerve wracking, especially because you know I like I like Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, but them them also yeah. right like in a tough spot. Like, like for them, thank goodness, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, like, will be out for will, will be out for the season because before that, you like oh wait, Cleveland and uh, and Baltimore, yeah. those might be the two at the top fighting for the for the to be the winner of that division. Yeah. But now you gotta you have to assume that that Cleveland will look a lot different yeah, uh, offensively. And that's going to help out Cincinnati, but I mean, these, they bunched up up there. It, yeah. It's Cincinnati. Then next, basically, if they lose, they lose. They have a twenty-seven percent chance of making it to the playoffs. They, so it's because all those early losses, exactly, in the their own division yeah. Yeah. in the AFC. Yeah. For Buffalo, they if off a loss, they lose thirteen percent chance of making it to the play. I mean, who would have thought? Who would have coming into Man. the season? Who would have thought that right now, even? And Pittsburgh is 63. I, I, I still no I don't know. have absolutely no idea. But they have the Cleveland. They have the Cleveland Browns, which is a divisional game. It's going to be tough mm-hmm. for them. But Didn't they do that two years ago? Two yeah. years ago, they was they was just skating through, and everybody was like, I don't know how. Pittsburgh, they doing like, they was the worst, like, 10-win team in the league. Yep. It's, it's crazy. And even Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they have uh, San Francisco. All right. 32% chance of making it to the playoffs off of it if they lose. So, I mean, you put all of that together, this is a big week for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's coming down to this. I think, wouldn't you think that this is kind of early? It seems early. Yeah. It? It, seems, okay. it seems early, but when you, when, you have, when you have teams playing as well as they are, especially surprise teams, mm-hmm. when you got a surprise team like the Houston Texans where, where you had already kind of put them at the bottom and, and plugged another team in, now that, yes. now, now that team that thought they were Tennessee and, and, and yep. Indianapolis yep. are like, hold on, wait, 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 that's our spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our spot, right? And then even Denver. Like you count Denver out, and then all of a sudden you say, "Hold on, they they, they rolling division. a little yeah, bit." They second right like, now. Like the team they thought they was gonna have, they spot. I'm like, "Hold on, wait, Denver's winning." Oh, <laughs> I thought I, right I, now, I, like, man, what? Yeah, the- <laughs> I thought I had that spot. Yeah, What's yeah, going on, yeah. right? So, like, I, I enjoy the competition in the league mm-hmm. when it's like that, right? Where there's not a runaway. Well. I mean, Philly right now is running away with, with, with ours, but there's still an opportunity for yeah. a lot of other teams to catch up. So 
I think the NFL is more enjoyable this it way. Is. <laughs> when you have so much disparity around the league, and it's not like you just said, it's not like a clear cut. Even Kansas City, you know, they're they're number one right now, but they don't look unbeatable. I mean, if you go out there, look, Denver just put it on them yeah. a couple weeks back. Right. So I love when the league is like this, where everything, every single game matters. It's kind of like college. Yeah. You know, college football, you go in there, you know, hey, if you take this L, your chances <laughs> of going to the college playoff are very slim. So that just makes it more interesting. And each and every week, you're like, man, I got to tune in. Now, that's that watch. parody. They, they talk about the parody each and every week. There are no throwaway games. Mm-hmm. And they're coming down to the point where each game is important. Talk about Buffalo. They play the New York, uh, the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, pivotal game right now for both of these teams. The New York Jets coming into the season, you were talking Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, yeah. Are I'm surprised they're still in it, though, yeah. even but, even with him being out. And that, and that speaks to, like, how good their defense yeah. is. And then also the weapons that they still do have on all. Brees Hall and Wilson, yeah, <laughs> Garrett Wilson. It. They like, doing it. They have real weapons. And what you saw last year with them being Offensive Rookie of the Year, all that stuff, mm-hmm. like that stuff was real. And I still can like, imagine them in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers, how much more competitive that already competitive conference would be. Man, that's, it, this is crazy. <laughs> but we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to play a game called Would You Rather with mm-hmm. one C.D. <laughs> Lamb. Uh, we're going to put a team together and see what these guys think. Coming up next on the Players' Lounge. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in Hart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
so jealous of this guy. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys <laughs> Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of the NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Back in action here at the Taj Mahal of football. I'm Heckman Harrison. Mm-hmm. He's Danny McRae, and that's Barry Church. Newey Scruggs is in the principal's office right now. Yeah, they called him up. <laughs> And uh, we'll be back down soon. But guys, I said we're gonna play a game called Would You Rather, and I do this all the time. Like when mm-hmm. we have a we have a matchup, I always look at who we would I rather have their guys or would I rather have my guys? Are their guys better than my? You know, just mm-hmm. position by just a little game I play. You mm-hmm. know, would, would you rather? So if you look at our emerging number one wide receiver, Ceedee Lamb, who has taken the reins and has kind of put himself on the map as of late. Uh, what for, he has four 150 yard yeah, ridiculous games so ridiculous. far. That's okay. top tier. He going yeah, crazy. He's going he crazy. going crazy mm-hmm. right now. I think at the beginning of the first two games of the season, uh, Damon Crane said, "Boy, it's a lot of people hey. not gonna get that incentive <laughs> yes. bonuses." Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. Man, <laughs> if that offense was still working the same way it was working then, mm-mm, they had they had to switch it up, man. It's, it's crazy what, what what happens when you throw good guys the ball. <laughs> that is true. When you throw your weapons true. the ball, right, and get them an opportunity to make those big time plays like you did at training camp, it's crazy what'll happen. It, or is it crazy what'll happen when you when you uh, makes the right complaints? That's what it is. Give me the ball. Oh. We're going to all go to the principal's office. Everybody in trouble. Everybody (laughs) can go to the principal's (laughs) office now. But but I was, you know, in in talking about C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb right now, 975 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's happened, what, over the last four four weeks, man. Mm -hmm. He's just basically exploded. But when you look at C.D. Lamb and you look around the league, is there any other wide receiver that you would say I would rather? Right now. Right now. Take it. If you're starting a franchise. If I'm starting a franchise. Okay. I, come on now. I'll it. It's, it, 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 it's tough. Not, not many. Okay? No, no, no. The speed that Tyreek Hill has is, is unmatched. That is, a, that is he is a, the ultimate game changer. Going for two thousand yards on the mm-hmm. season, like I, like I wouldn't rather have him. But if you gave me an opportunity to pick, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to pick Tyreek Hill. Put it in con- yeah. Let me put it in context for you. Tyreek Hill has a thousand seventy six yards so far, and Ceedee Lamb has nine seventy five. Mm-hmm. So only a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm 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 watching I'm watching the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I know when you scheme it against a guy like Ty- Tyreek Hill, how many resources you have to put. To him, and that's just based on his speed because yeah. he's just faster that's than everybody it. else. It's stuff you can't coach. It ain't like he's shaking yeah. everybody. It's <laughs> just, you, know, you, can't, just you, can't, you can't coach it. So I would, I'm not saying I would rather have him on our squad over CD Lamb right now. I'm saying if, if I'm like I said, if we start that zero, start that zero, right? I'm in my fantasy draft mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Tyreek Hill's probably that guy, and that's just because of the speed. But CD Lamb is behind no one. Uh, when it comes to like, are you just a, a, a number one bona fide receiver? I'm not. I want him on our on our team. I want him on our team. I wouldn't trade him for anybody. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know where he's at right now. He's balling. That connection he has with Dak. When you talk about the Cowboys, I think that that he's the perfect receiver for Dak right now. They got that rapport going on, and it's pretty much unmatched. But when we're talking about just like you said, we just creating a random squad. <laughs> yes, this is, That's random, what we're doing. This is not saying we rather yeah. trade no, no, City no, Land no, out no, for no. nobody. This is just you know random squad. Um, we talk about that in that regard. You talk about receivers. Who would you pick up? 
got to go. To me, you got to go Tyreek Hill first. I mean, like you said, that speed is just it's remarkable. You double team him. You have a safety plan 20 yards on top of him, and somehow the, he throw the football, <laughs> and it's over everybody's head, but Tyreek is right there in the bread basket. So you speed, you just can't coach speed. You can't coach speed, and you, it's hard to defend speed. So I got to go Tyreek Hill on that one. And then, whew, man. It's, it's, it's some injuries out there, okay? So Ju- Justin Jefferson is not healthy. So we're saying, oh, okay, okay. So yeah. we're saying, like, injury, like, yeah, like not uh, just. We're talking about right now in the season. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right. Right right now, now, okay, season. right now in the season. Even if, I don't know, man, that's tough. Man, because <laughs> I like the guy out of Cincinnati. I like uh, Chase, Chase, man. Like Chase? Like he, yeah. Him and CD are kind of like the same type of player as far as yards after catch, aggressive, kind of mm-hmm. running backs when they have 821 for Jamar Chase. See, that's, man, it's tough. And, and Jamar Chase is, you know, he's sharing the ball a lot more than CD sharing Absolutely. the ball. So it's. It's tough, but I'm gonna have to go CD as being my number two option behind behind Tyreek Hill. I mean, what he's been doing these past four weeks, it's remarkable. We see the double teams; he's still able to beat them out there. So CD to me is is probably the number two two wide receiver in the league right now, and he's and he's close. It ain't like it's you know Tyreek Hill and then a long shot. It's like one A and then kind of one B situation right now as far as CD Lamb is going, but. I will say this. Um, he did it against Philly, who has a, a terrible secondary. But I want to see him do it against, like, a San Fran. Like, because when we saw that game, you know, it was we, – we, we, we was in that old offense. We was in that old offense. It was old offense? Okay. It was okay. old offense. I'll give you that. Like, look, t- look, and, and the the, the raw receivers that are that you mentioned, hmm. like, you just nitpick it, right? We yeah, that's what it right? is. That's um, who you like And then you got to throw Detroit uh, St. Brown in there. Yeah, like, it's some – Y'all still haven't said the name. Who? What you mean? What the name you talking about? AJ Brown. Yeah, that's true. I just like I I, I like AJ. I like AJ Brown. So I'm not I'm not. But if I got the option, I'm 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 still picking CD. Because what what I what I've seen is if you give CD the same opportunities that you give AJ Brown, CD CD's going to do what AJ Brown is doing. Mm -hmm. All right, like he running uh, run after catch. He is phenomenal making one handed grabs. I seen AJ Brown do that. CD Lamb was like, oh, hold my beer. I could do the same thing. Right. So I'm I'm still okay with 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 picking CD over AJ Brown. but it, there's a list of like six or seven guys where it's like any one of them guys. Exactly. <laughs> any any, any exactly. one of them guys, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm okay with that. And shout out to like I said, the guy in Detroit, uh, St. Brown, playing well. Mike Evans still playing really good football over there with Baker Mayfield. This is speaking of older receivers, Keenan Allen. <laughs> Keenan I mean, Allen. So, they, they both. So get, let me break it down <laughs> so for you. Some at, guys, bro. At, num- <laughs> at number ten right now is Mike Evans. Number nine is DJ Moore. Uh, tied at seven is Jamar Chase and Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, number six, Puka. Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. Number five is Stefan Diggs. Uh, four, Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's doing his work. He's doing, he's doing his work. <laughs> he's old, too. He's yeah. doing work. And uh, three is C.D. Lamb. And number two is A.J. Brown. And number one is Tariq Hill. And so, I mean, the, the, these wide receivers, the list of, I mean, how do you pick between those guys? I mean, any of those guys can go off in a single day and, and, and rise up to the top five right now. Man, where, where, wait, where's J.J. at? With all the games he missed. <laughs> I'm sure he's still, he's still above some man, guys. He's still top Because he was on the tear. He, he was, was on the tear, bro. He, that's, and that's without J.J. on the list. That's yeah, true. not even. So, <laughs> what's crazy to me, though, is you said D.J. Moore was at nine? Yes. How was he getting yards? You had the he quarterback. 793. 793 with Fields and what was his name? Baguette? You know, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. His last game. I think the one, one of the last numbers. games he had some, like, was it close to 200? He might have. Yeah. <laughs> like, he went, he went off one game. Where it was, like, yeah. How are you doing that with those quarterbacks? Trash. 
That's that's impressive to yeah. me, man. That's that's impressive. So it's, it's some good, it's some good guys out there. Yes, I'm I'm keep I'm keeping CD though. I'm keeping CD. Yeah, he's proven. But it. you know, when I'm picking from scratch, man, that speed to because we've been out there before, man. Like it's just so you can coach guys as much as you want to to do the correct technique, whatever it is, and it's, it's like you just can't do anything. Like you come back to the sideline after you get beat by Tyreek Hill and the coach, he like, hey, bro, I, you, <laughs> what can you do, I don't man? know what to tell you. Who you was do? who was the guy like when when you guys were at, at wide receiver? Oh, like, Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> he done got us a couple of times. And I remember one time we in the back of the end zone. Three of us, me, Sean Lee, and uh, who's 21 back? Oh, Mike Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day, man, we got this man triple covered in the back of the end zone. Matt Stafford still just tosses it up. And I got a, somebody, a fan, a fan <laughs> sent me that. And I'm like, man, he had tapped you? He no, every single yeah, one. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. No, no, the man, no. They called him Optimus Prime, Megatron, whatever, for yeah. a reason. This dude went up and skied up. I'm, I'm holding on to him, trying to bring him down to the ground. Like, he took off with me on. On his back, like, come on. Yeah, I got him in the headlock, like baby boy or something. You like, ain't get him like Draymond. <laughs> he dragged me up. Like, it ain't like, no, he, you know, no. he dragged Yo, me vertical. Like, I'm like, hold on. This is 215 on your back now. Yeah. Sean Lee grabbing one of his legs. Mike Jenkins grabbing his jersey. Man, the dude oh, still went up oh there. Oh, my God. No, nah, this dude was, he was a, man, that dude was unbelievable. So, yeah, he was that guy. You know, the dude who had the speed like that, though, was Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. yeah, Deshaun, yeah. Deshaun Jackson, punt return, yeah. receipt, whatever. He kept, he caught that hitch on Mike Jenkins and took it ninety, it was ninety five, yeah. and we all sitting there like we running in place. I was yeah. like, well, that's oh, that's what that's what speed looked like. Yeah, that was that's ugly, what man. speed looked like. That was ugly. Victor Cruz had him, you know, he had him what two, yeah. two years where he was like that guy too. Well, you couldn't. There's nothing you could do you about it. You could do he was, about he was doing a lot of salsa dancing in yeah. his own boy. That was ugly. And that's I hated what, that. And that's what to me makes Tyreek Hill so impressive because you know those guys had runs like you know. You know, Victor Cruz had, you know, two, three years here. Deshaun Jackson had a couple of years. This dude, Tyreek Hill, been doing it almost, what, six, seven years <laughs> yes. now, I feel like. Like, he's non-stop, just been that bro. guy nonstop. And healthy. Healthy. Like, you rarely yeah. see this dude injured. So. Now, his speed is so different, man. And it's one of those things that jumps off at you is when you see him play. And I don't know if I've seen him any fast. It can't say he was fast. But at Miami, he just looks mm-hmm. just like it's yeah. a it's a little bit faster, but for me, CD Lamb man has has. I, I didn't like the antics when I saw him standing away from the team on the bench and everything, but I understood where he was coming from. I understood where he was coming from with it, but just look at the way that he's played as of late. Like yeah. I was, you know, I was, I was uh, just kind of joking about him flying standby and trying to get on that plane to elite uh, to to be in that elite wide receiver conversation. But th- I think this is what you've been wanting from him. You've been wanting to see CeeDee Lamb completely come in and dominate games. And it's like, to me, when when I think of number one wide receivers in the league, I think of a guy, it's, it's third and five. And it, they got the, the box is, is loaded. And everybody in the concession stands even know who you're going to go to. And there's no mistake about it, you going to number 88. Now, I understand this whole distribute the ball to other guys and get mm-hmm. them involved, but when it's it's cutting time, CeeDee Lamb has shown you I can be that guy and I definitely can be guaranteed to, to get that money. Hey, what wow. the, remember, we used to get Calvin Johnson on the goal line. We used to play him like a gunner. The vice. <laughs> they used to put him in the vice. Oh, hey, no. D. Ware out there. What time? Out there trying to jam him up. Did because he still he was, catch the ball, though? Yes. Nah, they, nah, nah, they ain't throw them. <laughs> 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 I'm like, if they, if they still caught the ball, please send that ball like this. Nah, he ain't catch it. He ain't catch it. But real talk, I know, because we were talking about C.D. Lamb, that over-under, 
We're not going to apologize because we said that it wasn't his fault. That's true. We said, hey, man, it's not his fault if he don't get 1,300. It's the way that we are playing offense uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. And now that they're playing it differently, he, he look at it like 1,600, mm. 1,600 yards. Yeah. Boy, Payday is a pay year too, ain't it? Yeah. And that's the yeah. difference. And, I, and that's where I give credit to McCarthy over a guy, even though it's my guy, Kellen Moore. That's the that's the difference right there. Like McCarthy understands who he has at number one wide receiver. He yeah. understands. And he was like, look, I don't look, y'all, I ain't playing <laughs> fantasy football. Like this, I'm getting this guy the ball early and often and in different ways. We're gonna find ways to get him the ball. And like you said, he's passed what, four or five games? He's yeah. been targeting Unreal. you know, my, ten to fifteen times. Mike a game. McCarthy said, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> I, I know where I'm at. I know where I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. You you can't you can't you can't end the season with the question of did I lose because I didn't get my best player the football? Yeah, like you, because if you end the year like that, then like the regret there is so huge that you just start questioning everything. Yeah, all right, they doing in Buffalo, right? Yeah, if you are gonna lose the season, hey man, I, hey, he, he, we gave we gave our our guy yeah. the football, yeah. all right, and it, and it didn't work out for us, but. <laughs> we we did the best we could to get the best guy on the field, the football, and we just didn't win versus us sitting here asking questions about, man, why they didn't get a ball to see me? Yeah, that's fine. Man, we're going to take the last break here on the Players' Lounge. When we come back, we're going to show some love to the offensive line, man. We're going to pick a guy that looked like he's on his way possibly to a Pro Bowl. Coming up next here on the Players' Lounge. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at GetJackBlack.com dot com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Kick off your holiday shopping the right way with all new cowboy gear. Grab the best gifts for the for the best fans in the in the world 
at your nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. Back here on the Players' Lounge, yeah, make sure you get out there to the, to the pro shop. I know they got plenty of bread. Yeah, because <laughs> pro shop prices. Be. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk to Danny. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> may cost you a little. <laughs> may yeah. cost you a lot. It's going to cost you. Feel that, feel that stocking, man. The stocking stuff. Come on, let me. Man, you know what? You started the season off talking about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And and offensive line have had their struggles documented. But one Tyler Smith, oh, 73, has oh, shown you? that, look, man, he is he is worth it. And definitely in games versus Philadelphia, where we thought he would have some, you know, him and Jalen Carter mm-hmm. went at it. And, man, if you watch that film on him and Jalen, that was a battle. Mm-hmm. And I look mm-hmm. forward to seeing these two do what they did for a long time. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of etching himself out to be like Steady Eddie, a guy that you can show up and say, hey, he he's going to get it done for you each and every week. Has your mind changed about the offensive line? I know it's changing a little bit about 77, but I'm saying 73, when you watch him play, are you saying, look, he's one of those guys that's going to be, you know – a foundation guy for us for years to come. Yeah, listen, even even last year watching Tyler Smith, you could see that, one, his versatility is something that you don't usually see in the league to where a guy can go from being that good at left guard and then also being that good at left tackle, especially coming out of the draft when people are like um, uh, penalties mm-hmm. were going to be a big deal. He's really strong, but we don't know about his technique. And all he did was come in here and show you that he ain't got many penalties like, mm-hmm. like, like we thought he was going to have and his technique and his strength are 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 really top top skill right mm-hmm. there. Um, so looking at him now, I'm saying I understand why they're not moving him to left tackle yeah, you because he is a hell of a player at left guard. So I don't feel any differently about him because I, I like I felt like he was going to be great at his position, whichever one they had him at. I still think he can't play left tackle if you really <laughs> wanted him to, but he's excelling at left guard. So I wouldn't mess up that flow. You know how I feel about it. Hey, if he's if he good there, Just keep him there. Keep, keep him, him there. there. Nah, without a doubt, I'm with you. I, I think he's. He's probably the best offensive lineman the Cowboys have right now. And you, you got two bona fide Hall of Famers out there in Zach Martin and in um, Tyron Smith as well. And I feel like he's, especially through these last couple games, he's been the best, most steady offensive lineman they had. Like, Philadelphia was throwing everything they had at him. Cox, uh was it Jalen Carter. Carter, the big Jordan Davis kid, yes. and he battled all of them, yeah. battled all of them. And to me, you know, when you got a guy like that that you could <laughs> the, the way you said that. Right. Electric Cox. <laughs> the way that. It came out crazy, but y'all understand. It yeah. came out crazy. Yeah, no, nah, you're all right. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> when you got a guy with position flex like that, that can dominate on yes. the inside as well as the outside, I mean, it's – it's cut and dry to me. He's yeah. the best offensive lineman that you got right now. No, he is, and that's the you know, and it putting together the year that he's having. I think you needed that. You yeah, needed that, especially with it, with it with the aging with an aging offensive line. You know that Zach Martin can't do this forever. He, nah, he can't. Nah, nah. I mean, he's he it, it, at some point it's going to come to an end, and he's not going to be either the player that he has been, and you're going it's going to be a steady decline. Thankfully, we haven't started to see that yet, you know. That's your second time doing it this week. I know, man. I've been saying hey, a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, that's it's your been, second like, time doing that this week, okay? Health, I said it about health. I said it about health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just so, so I'm going to cut that out. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I just I just feel as though, you know, I've been seeing the best. I, I seen it last week um, that our offensive line is, is starting to look better. Terrence Steele. 
looked better last yeah, he week. He did. He did. He, are we going to keep going? He, he better. He looked better last week. <laughs> he looked better than he did in Philly. Yeah, so that's a whole different uh, echelon of players. Uh, he, he got some weeks ahead of him to where, you know, he's, he's going to need to get right. better because he get to see him again. And yeah. then we'll get to see, like I said, that's the great thing about sport. Like, you get to find out if you got better or not, and you get the opportunity to go against the same guys who now on tape, Mm-hmm. They, it's on tape, okay? So when they watch it, they gonna say, "Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> circle him up, circle him up." That's the guy. That's what JJ used to be mm-hmm. like. Hey, okay, uh, yeah, that guy right there. I think that's what we should be getting home at, yeah. right there. That's, that's the guy, it. based off what we see on tape. And Terrence Steele's gonna get a great opportunity to show that he's fixed uh, the deficiencies that he had in the in the last Philly game. But he has opportunities now to continue to get better, knowing that that test is coming. He he's not showing up on the injury report, but you could tell that that knee. It, I don't know, like that ACL, is he still fa- maybe favoring it or he just hasn't returned to form yet, but he's still battling. Mm-hmm. And, but like you said, the tape is out there. Everybody knows that, that something's up with, with number 78. Um, let me ask you guys, uh, Osa Digizua showed up on the injury report with the hamstring. Mm-hmm. Is that, where are you? Do you, do you is, he, is he a guy that you rest or do you say, hey, man, we, we, we all hands on deck? No, I think it's all hands on deck. I think um, it, it is – like hamstrings are tricky. Man. They are tricky, and especially when you start getting into the colder months, mm-hmm. right? It's a little harder to get that thing loose, right? You try, like, man, how much can I stress? How much icy hot can I put on it, right? It's so tough. I don't think I don't think you sit them out um, if it's if it's really just just tightness in the hamstring. But if you got any type of strain, then you may want to, you know, when you get those soft tissue injuries, you don't want that thing to linger for the next month. If you can go ahead and nip it in the bud right now, yeah, I just think it depends on the severity of the injury. Like you mm-hmm. said, if it's just like you know a tweak or something that he can kind of maybe take a practice off and still be a hundred percent for the game, that I say go ahead and let it ride. But if it's anything a little bit worse than that, and I'm sure you know Britt Brown and Jim Mauer and those mm-hmm. guys, one of the top trainers in the National Football League, don't they'll, they'll, they'll get him right regardless of what the situation is. But you, I think going into this Carolina game. It, it, they don't need Odigizu to go out there to get this dub. So if you can get an extra, you know, week of rest, depending on what the severity is, then I'm all for it. But I know Britt Brown and them guys will have a oh, You're feeling that good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were feeling good last week. Oh, yeah, okay. Now we feel good. I was like, hey, we don't need you, big fella. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be all right. Bit, right. We'll be all right without you. Okay. This is the B team. That's, that, <laughs> that's the cherry Kool Aid. You know what they say? Hey, we, we can't beat these guys without you, then we got a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what it's like, man. I just, just don't see. Y'all see Carolina? I mean, no. No. I just don't. I don't see it. I think better than New York. Yeah, absolutely. With Devito and the crew, I think but the defense. I, I put up I, I almost like fifty on it. <laughs> yeah, man. But the the problem is, is, and I'm with you. If you look through the rest of the season, and especially this Thursday game coming up, because he's gonna go from playing Sunday mm, yeah. to then bouncing to playing on Thursday. And that's a match. I I may say, all right, let me save you for this one because I'm gonna need you on Thursday for you guys. How was that? Turnaround, going from Sunday to then jumping up and playing on Thursday. I well, I mean, it. physically, I was. I hated it because when, during the season, you don't really get right until what is that Thursday practice when you got no shoulder pads, you just helmets on. That's when you start to feel like you and you still kind of achy. Like you ain't going yeah. out there super fresh. You still kind of achy, and it's to the point in this season now where you know they done battled what what eight nine games, yeah. ten eleven. So they've been battling, getting hit each and every week. So I. I hate those Thursday games when they man because you, your body's just not healed yet and so you go in there thinking all right now I gotta go in here and man some guys gotta take pain pills or whatever the case may be just to make it through that game and then once you get through that game 
your body don't feel right again until that, that <laughs> following week because you don't did two games in, in 10 days or whatever the case may be. So I hate it, but I understand NFL's a business and, you know, that's how, that's how they make their bread. Yeah, man, listen, I, for, for this week, because we is the Carolina Panthers first and then you get mm-hmm. to go into Washington, I, I don't think it's as bad. Of course, like, the thing is, everybody has to play one of the Thursday yeah. games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, all right, I, I get it from that standpoint. I had one of my worst games coming playing on Thursday. All right, got hurt on Sunday against the Browns, <sighs> and then missed the entire practice with a R, uh, week of practice with the RG three led Washington uh, team, where everything was everything was, oh, yeah. man, they, and, right? Was so you tough. get out there and you, like, I was out there like, man, I don't know what the heck to do. I didn't miss the <laughs> missed yeah. the whole oh, damn practices, week. everything, right? But I think I think when you have a, a, a you know a team like this where they might have been looking at – the coaches right now, they looking at the Washington State yeah, that, that, <laughs> trying to get it figured out. They going ahead with it. Uh, but, yeah, it's just something you got to deal with. Thank, thank, thankfully for the Cowboys, you usually play a home game That's true. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, right? So yeah. you usually have the advantage of not having to travel, not having to do all the extra stuff that the away team has to do. So uh, I, I think it's an advantage for us. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> and I think if you look at it, uh, these are back-to-back Thursday games. Mm-hmm. So you play Thursday night on uh, Thanksgiving, and then you come right back with Seattle. Another Thursday night game. So what, three games weekend. in 17 days yeah. or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then long weekend. After yeah, that, you get that nice yeah, break. That's the, that's the only thing with Thursday. Yeah, you get that nice weekend. Consider that be, to be like a second bottle. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. It has to be. Absolutely. It has to be. Absolutely. Man, we had fun, man. Uh, man we're fast, man. We're we'll find out what's going on with uh, Brother Newey. Yeah, man. He's still in the principal's yeah, office. Yeah, tap in. Got to tap in and see what's going on. My man, appreciate my man. No I'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank y'all for watching the Players' Lounge. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!